Before we get started, wanted to let you know about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And who doesn't like to make money? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And the best part is it's all free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey, party people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the All Go Podcast. I am your host, Desmond. Uh, delighted to have you with me today. Uh, we talk about sports here on this podcast, um, something I enjoy doing. Um, when you get a chance, please like and subscribe. Uh, just got done with the holidays. It is January 3rd. Um, I had a great holiday. Uh, spent a lot of time with family. It was awesome. It was great. Um, and in January, I want to put a focus on really trying to put out a lot more episodes and content for you. So uh, like, subscribe, so you can get notifications when a new episode drops. Um, today, want to get into the Ohio State-Clemson game. It seems like that is the, the game that has gotten most of the talk uh, when it comes to the college football playoff, which makes sense because I think most people assumed that Alabama was going to win the uh, one versus four matchup. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, first and foremost, I think the play that probably is getting the most attention is the, I believe his name is James Skalski, the, uh, the hit on Justin Fields, uh, knocked him out of the game for a couple plays. I mean, I, I, I've seen people with feedback on the game or that play and they just want to say, like, you know, I hate the targeting rule. This sucks. That's not targeting. That was definitely targeting. Um, Skalski was good about 95% of that tackle until he dropped his head. That was the that was the reason that he got ejected from that game. Uh, I, I know coaches. I used to coach a long time ago. But uh, coaches do not teach that. That is a, a way to get yourself injured. That is a way to injure someone else. You can hate the rule and it still be correct. So I, for people that don't like it, I, I get it because it, it seems like we're changing football and, and making it quote unquote softer. I don't believe that. I, I just don't believe that we can continue to let guys go out and potentially harm themselves with no like repercussion, no penalty. So it sucks for him. Uh, I think potentially could be his final game as a Clemson Tiger. You hate to go out that way and also not to be able to, to finish the game on the field with your team. But um, it was a flag. It was a penalty um, is what it is. Uh, Justin Fields showed a lot of toughness after taking that shot because I was watching that game real time. And it's, before they even showed the replay, I saw – just the amount of momentum that Justin Fields had moving forward. And when Skalski hit him, the absolute halting of all of that momentum and him going down. I, I figured something was going to be up because that was a heck of a violent collision. Um, you know, for, for Justin Fields, he, he was out a couple plays. It, it sounds like he got a couple like shots or something like that in the medical tent. Um, 
from what he said after the game, they didn't really give him a diagnosis, which is a little odd, I, I think. I, it's, it's, it's tough because you'd like to think that they are letting him know at least what's up or what's wrong. And also, I, I think it's hard to diagnose someone if you're not asking them questions about the injury as well. But I'm not a medical professional, so I will I digress. Um, Justin Fields, before I get into that, he played a great game the entire game. But I think after that injury, I think Justin Fields played a better game because the one thing that I was... I was a little bit critical of Justin Fields was his ability to hold the ball too much and to not play on time, to not hit his checkdowns when, you know, the deep ball's not there. And after that injury, granted it was because he didn't want to take any any more shots or injuries, things like that, but him just hitting his checkdowns, I mean, he did hit a couple more deep balls and some home runs, but hitting those, those checkdowns and getting the ball to Trey Sermon and your running backs and tight ends, that is... That is what puts constant stress on a defense is when you make the defense cover the entire field. It's one thing that, you know, you don't have the deep balls and the deep shots. But if you can make a a defense have to, number one, you've got to cover Chris Olave going deep, Garrett Wilson going deep, but also Trey Sermon out of the backfield. That's a lot of field to cover and that's a lot of things to to mentally have to think about. So I, I think he did a phenomenal job of hitting his checkdowns, continuously playing on time, and then you saw it was able to open up the deep shots for him. Um, There was a a part in a portion in that game where once he came back in the game, he threw the touchdown, and then the very next drive that he came out, he had like, uh, he was kind of in trouble, went to run, and then just slid and kind of took another hit. At that point, I was very concerned that Ryan Day may need to take him out because it just didn't look like he could protect himself. I I, I was concerned for him uh, on that in that regard, but he was able to just kind of fight through it. He looked you know much better. I, I don't know if uh, you know whatever painkiller shot he got kind of you know started to take effect to where things didn't hurt as much. But um, I'm sure he's hurting <laughs> today. Um, but it, it it was it was great. Um, you know they had explosive plays. Um, Ohio State overall just was was very explosive offensively, um, so definitely kudos to them. And um, one interesting thing from that game is, for as dominant as Justin Fields was, and his throws were extremely impactful, Trevor Lawrence actually threw for more yards than than Justin Fields did in that game, and it's it's kind of crazy to think about. Because you didn't really see a lot of the explosive plays that we're used to seeing from Clemson in their passing game. And I wonder if a lot of that is due to Tony Elliott not being uh, there on the sidelines calling plays. Um, And anytime you have to shuffle your game day uh, coaches and and roles and and responsibilities up uh, that close to to game day is it's going to be a difficult task. And it's a it's very different as far as calling plays when you have your first 15 or first 20 plays scripted versus you know a third and seven and the pressure's on you need a first down what's your go-to play what's your go-to call you know what there's so many factors in the game the pass rush are they gonna blitz uh who's my best guy is he you know injured what's what type of matchup are we getting so there's a lot that's going through your mind 
Um, I'm sure as a as an offensive coordinator, I've never been one, but I could imagine that there are just so many things that are going through your mind that that are just stressful. You know, it, it, it's it's a very difficult thing to do. But um, you know, Ohio State just put together a a just dominant game, uh, dominant game plan, and um, you know, the biggest question is going to be was what we saw uh, in that game was that peak Ohio State or was that an anomaly was that a a a pissed off Ohio State team looking for revenge because I'm a firm believer of the last thing you want of a talented team is a pissed off talented team and I think Ohio State was pissed off they wanted Clemson back uh, and um, they played like it and I also think that Davos Sweeney didn't do his team any favors when you are saying things that I don't think that Ohio State belongs. I don't think they should be in. Um, it, it, it just it it's, it potentially could add fuel to the fire. And you are asking your team to to you're adding another distraction uh, and potentially some motivation for the other team. Uh, Dabo had made comments after the game saying that he doesn't regret what he said, and and his his uh, point was just. For a team, that if, if you didn't play nine games, I just don't feel that you belong in the playoff. And I, I think that's a fair point. Understand what he was saying. But um, he had also said that he felt that, you know, both teams were motivated and, and, you know, this didn't change that. I would agree both teams are motivated, but you also gave them a little more ammo whether you'd like to admit it or not. Um, if I'm a if I'm a Clemson fan, I'd prefer Dabo not say that before the, the the game and before the you know the 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 days leading up. But that's also what makes Dabo him. Like that's you know he's you know a, a loose, fun loving guy. Um, you know, but he he does what he does at an extremely high level. Uh, he's not shy when it comes to cameras, microphones, and just his he he believes what he believes. And that's how he's going to operate. So I, I definitely appreciate that side of it and, and that, um, you know, that that way of thinking, because uh, so many times nowadays you see coaches and, and players and people just kind of backtrack from what they said. So, um, yeah, that's all I have on that game. It was a, a pretty interesting game to watch. I was pretty shocked at the outcome. Uh, I did a, a preview uh, game or a, a, a preview breakdown of the game and I thought Clemson would win. But um, but kudos to Ohio State. They looked great, looked phenomenal, um, and they are moving on to the national championship. So um, that is all I have. Once again, I uh, want to encourage you to like and subscribe. The podcast is getting put on more and more podcast platforms, so that is a work in progress. So if we're not quite on the platform that you is your go-to just yet, just give us a little bit of time. But uh, yeah. Thanks so much for joining me and uh, stay tuned.